Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Daniel. And I'm Will. Exciting week coming up for us. It's one of my favorite weeks of the season, before and after. It's the before and after episode of this season. Um, For those who don't know, before and after is when you write two trivia clues, and they kind of point to something that leads logically uh, in the before section and the after. And I'll give you an example. Let's say I had a question about Sigmund Freud and a question about the ninth uh, symphony by Beethoven in the fourth movement. The answer might be Sigmund Freud's Schöner Gutterfinkel und Tochter aus Elysium. That is possibly the weirdest flex we've ever had on this podcast, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, you, know okay. me. you know me, love to sing in a choir. So. Yep, that's great. Um, yeah, so before we get started, this is my second week recording in my home, away from home here um, at my in-law's place because of the renovations. So if there's clickety-clacking in the background, that's still Bo walking around in the hardwood, so we're just going to ignore that. <laughs> um, yeah, so before and afters, I asked, I asked chat GPT if... First of all, I asked, hey, ChatGPT, do you know what a before and after is like on Jeopardy? And it said, of course I know, blah, blah, blah. Before and after is when you have two clues that smash together, kind of like exactly what you described. And then it said, here's some examples. Yeah. (laughs) So I've got some hilarious examples from ChatGPT. And it's obvious that ChatGPT does an amazing job at simulating language. It doesn't quite get the subtle nuance of before and after, unfortunately. The first example I have is... A classic Shakespearean tragedy set in Denmark combined with a popular TV show about a meth-dealing high school teacher. And of course, the answer is Hamlet Breaking Bad. <laughs> so yeah, not uh, not an ideal uh, clue okay, generator. Sure. And the other okay. two are popular video game featuring a plumber who jumps on turtles combined with a beloved sitcom about a group of friends in New York City. And of course, the answer there is... Super Mario Friends. Super Mario Friends. What an amazing clue. And the last one is just funny. A popular CBS sitcom about a group of friends in New York City who team up with a famous mutant superhero team to fight crime. And our answer here is what? The answer is how I met your (laughs) X-Men. So so ChatGPT obviously understands the rules of the game, but not the sort of feeling behind it. Yeah, that's right. All right. also, on the in kind of in the theme of ChatGPT's performance in writing those questions, we should just say that uh, last week was a disaster in terms of our trivial performance. Eh? Yeah, I mean, you got to have those to humble yourselves because uh, otherwise you just think you're better than you are, and you really got, need to need to knock yourself back a peg. And that last week we achieved that, so hopefully this week we end up with you know I'd say collectively greater than fifty percent. I think so, and you know, yeah, it had a, this that effect on me. I'm here, I'm grounded, I'm ready to play. Yeah, I'm super humble and I'm ready to go. Um, I don't remember what the order was last time, so why don't I ask you first? And and we'll do all four at a time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, your first before and after question. This animated duo created by Joseph Hanna and William Barbara in 1940 has remained on the air ever since. In the 90s, they converted it to one of the most popular sitcoms ever, or they just want to know, what's the deal with airline food? Uh, is it uh, Tom and Jerry Seinfeld? Tom and Jerry Seinfeld is correct, <laughs> which is what I was looking for. Okay, we're off to a great Excellent. start. We can just end it here 100%. Yeah, perfect. Me. Okay, see you next week. <laughs> All right, second question. My tenure as UK Prime Minister until 2007 was so disastrous, they made a horror film about it, characterized by cheap consumer cameras, shaky shots, and a genius marketing campaign. Okay, um... 
Shaggy shots. It. Yeah. Okay. 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 So the my mind went to the movie first, and I thought it was the movie The Circle, which I think had like Emma Watson and someone else in it, and it was really bad. But uh, that doesn't seem few people's names end with the. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Like uh, William the Orange. It's a orange comma. <laughs> Um, okay, till 2007. Oh, boy. Is that like Tony Blair era? Uh, isn't there someone named Malcolm something? Is it Malcolm Turnbull? Is that somebody? Oh, God. How can I not know this? Um, okay, back to the movie. Back to the movie. Uh- <laughs> yeah, so just like throwing in free hints for you. Malcolm Turnbull was a Australian prime minister. Yeah, okay. Thank you for that. Um so yeah i think of the movie i think of paranormal activity or something because 2007 is too late for that kind of classic i think it's called uh bewitched is that what it was oh god i've huh i'm just i'm just spinning now um i'd say you should go back to the uk prime minister (laughs) okay so it's definitely not thatcher i feel like it's blair oh man Oh my god, Tony Blair Witch Project. Oh my, I thought you were going to get there. <laughs> Everybody at home is sitting there yelling at their phones right now. Well, maybe oh it's Tony god. Blair, 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 horror film, Blair. Paranormal activity. <laughs> Tony Blair, a normal activity. Yeah. Hey, we just got ourselves a title for the episode. Awesome. All right, two for two. We got there eventually. All right, your third question in Before and After. This 2008 song was Katy Perry's first hit single that shot her into the limelight so fast that Stieg Larsson wrote a Swedish crime series about it. (laughs) I kissed a girl with a dragon tattoo. That is correct. (laughs) Possibly even on the side of Too Easy. That was a good one. All right. Your fourth one. Alexandre Dumas came up with this line to unify his three musketeers. And it lived on all the way into World War I, where it was documented by novelist Eric Maria Remarque and had a film adaptation winning the Oscars this year for Best International Feature, Best Original Score, Best Cinematography, and Best Production Design. This is a great one. Um, I'm pretty sure it is um, all for one and one for all quiet on the Western Front. (laughs) That is correct for a perfect four for four. Oh, I never get well. I never do well on these. This is so good. Nice. Okay, that's a tough bar to beat. Tough bar to cross. Well, yeah, I literally can't beat it, you know. (laughs) Okay, let's get into it. The plot of what E.B. White novel follows the title character who is normal in every way except that he is only two inches tall and looks like a certain animal. He probably didn't have Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy March's sisters, though. Okay, so... That's Little Women, I think, is E.B. I don't know this. Did E.B. White write Stuart Little Women? E.B. White wrote Stuart Little, and uh, yeah, I think it's Louisa May Alcott wrote Little Women, but yes, nice. Stuart Little Women. All right. I, I got there with the second half and backed my way into the first half. <laughs> okay, next one. A J.D. Salinger novel begins with a student recently expelled from Pensy Preparatory Academy, but the novel never really gets into how much he supports the Canadian political party founded in 2006 by François Yo Gord that promises not to keep any of its promises if elected. Okay. I have no idea about this political party, so I'm going to have to just say the Catcher in the Rye Party. 
It is very close. This party, the whole title is Catcher in the Rhinoceros Party. Oh, you rhino tricksy party. hobbits. <laughs> okay, so I didn't realize. Okay, we're, yeah, these clues are all audible and not uh, legible. So yeah, that, that clue doesn't make sense on paper, but it does on a podcast format. I see what you've done. That's fine. I, I hope I did not dupe you on that one. Um, and I would just like to talk about the Rhinoceros Party very briefly. They used to be called the Rhinoceros Party of Canada. Now it's sometimes called the Second Rhinoceros Party, or the official, or officially it's called Parti Rhinoceros Party. Hmm. So that's good. Yeah, there was a, a Rhinoceros Party in the 60s to 90s. And actually, if you'll let me, I'll just speak briefly about some of these people. Someone named Above Znanovda, as in that's a fake name, challenged uh, Trudeau in his writing of Papineau. And above or above, or however you want to say his name, received 0.92% of the vote. 0.92% of the vote. And the next most voted person for in this party in 2021 was, uh, uh, where's this person's name? Lynn Bélanger, who got 0.82% of the vote in Jean-Pierre, Quebec. So not much traction in that party, eh? Not none, though. Not none. <laughs> okay, question two. Question three, actually. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh won Oscars for their performances in a 2023 film. Not that 2019 one about a fading actor and a stunt double in a rapidly changing industry set against a reimagined version of the Sharon Tate murder. So this is good because normally I do not do well at film. But I think I am planning on look, watching the first movie in this one soon. And I have seen the second one. And we are hey. talking Once Upon a Time in... Wait, everything, everywhere, all at once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, excellent. How's it going? The, the long ones are fun. Yeah, they're good, eh? <laughs> okay, and finally, I am combining two of your favorite subjects. One is British game shows or British panel shows, and one is sports. So I need you to tell me the answer to this clue. The object of what game is for panelists to talk for 60 seconds on a given subject, quote, without hesitation, repetition, or deviation, end quote. Nicholas Parsons hosted this show for over 50 years. Now Sue Perkins hosts in studio, not at the home ballpark of the Houston Astros. Okay. Baseball one's easy. What's that show called? Um, I have seen it because... Uh, so Sue Perkins used to do uh, Great British Bake Off, and then that's true. Yeah. She when she left, then I listened to a funny podcast with her as a guest with Ed Gamble and James A. Caster called Off Menu, and it's very very funny. And the Houston Astros play a Minute Maid Stadium. Maybe it's Minute Maid Park, but I, I think you'll probably give me the point either way if I get it right. Is it just a Minute Maid Stadium? It is just a Minute Maid Park, but we'll obviously allow yes. that. That's fantastic. Yeah. They I talk do for love 60 seconds shows. or just a minute. <laughs> just a minute. No, that's really good. Uh, slightly disappointed in myself to not be able to make the lateral connection between Rye and Rhinoceros. I have heard of the Rhinoceros Party. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit of a tricky one, like you said, when it doesn't really fit on paper, but I'm glad we're Yeah, I'm trying that. to read it in my mind's eye, and that just that's what <laughs> fooled me. All right. Excellent. Four to three. One point advantage going into the rapid fires. What have we got for the rapid fires? We got 10 questions. We got about 90 seconds or so. 10. We'll have 100 seconds. I think we do 10 seconds per question. Yeah, 10 seconds. So we'll, seconds do, we'll do sure. a minute 45 to give us some uh, leeway. And then that's a sort of a normal amount of time. Perfect. So I will start reading the questions. And as usual, I, I do not have a timer ready. <laughs> 
Okay, my timer is now ready, 1 minute 45 on the clock, and I just want to say one thing before we start here. You and I never talk to each other about the clues that we're going to give before we start recording. That is like 100% true. I want that to be kept in mind when I read my 10. That we never talk about them. Yeah, we don't, neither of us know what's coming from each other. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Or not of course, yeah. So we, we so okay, in that vein also, uh, some people, one of our keenest of listeners had asked earlier on, where do we get all these questions? We write them. Yeah. You know, we come up with something, we write a question, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's clever, sometimes it's interesting, sometimes it's none of those things. We write it all. Yeah, for sure. And I like the way that I do it is in my everyday life, if I hear or read or see something interesting, I just put that in a tab in my phone and say, okay, I'll look at that up later and it becomes a question. But I really want that you to keep that in mind, especially for question four in my set. Okay. Okay. Now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a slam dunk for you now. All right. Are you ready to start? I'm ready to start. In three, two, one. What British musician has 31 studio albums that include Goodbye Yellowbrick Road, Captain Fantastic, and The Brown Dirt Cowboy, and Honky Chateau? Uh, Elton John. Correct. Of the 10 Canadian provincial capitals, which has the smallest population? Charlottetown. Correct. What building is home to Germany's parliament and after the 1930s arson attack became an eponym for a false flag operation? Is it called the Reichstag? Correct. Holden Caulfield is the main character in what J.D. <laughs> Salinger novel often studied in high school. Catcher in the Rye. Uh, correct. In mathematics, what three letters are used to indicate that something has been fully proven? Uh, Q-E-D. Correct. Who was the famous chairman and CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment until 2022 when he stepped down amid a hush money scandal? Oh boy, uh, Dana White, I don't know. Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince McMahon. I did know that. Damn it. <laughs> Connected to the Red Sea by a strait, what gulf is surrounded by Yemen, Djibouti, and Somalia? Aqaba. The Gulf of Aden. Mm. Who is prime minister when Canada adopted its current flag in 1965? William Lyne Mackenzie King. Lester Pearson. <laughs> Shoot. What yeah, pop superstar sense. released their eighth studio album in 2023 titled Endless Summer Vacation? It's my favorite, Miley Cyrus. And a banger. Uh, the Canadian football team located in Edmonton, Alberta is named after what species in the deer family? The stags? They are the Edmonton elk, and that is exactly oh, one elk, yeah. minute and 45 seconds. So oh, perfect wow. on timing, and you started out very hot and finished exactly where we want to be. <laughs> let's tally these up eh? let's get these tallied all right daniel your tally is in you got the first five questions right and then one out of five on the back half for a six Ooh. out of ten yeah it all happened vince mcmahon you know i've said my mental is so poor as soon as i get one wrong i get start thinking like how did i not think vince mcmahon god damn it <laughs> yeah i feel like you might not be a great golfer because once you get to take one bad shot your next 12 will be ruined yeah, I think that plus the general athleticism. Uh, let's talk about some of these questions. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, funny catcher in the rye comes out. Uh, I yeah, yeah we, neither of us had any idea of that going to happen. When you read the last question in the last round, I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm not writing a new question. You earned that one. Just for fun, where'd you get it? What made you think of catcher in the rye? Um, I don't actually even know. Um, I just was reading something online, and they referred to Salinger. I think it was maybe having to do it. Did you know that? Uh, when John Lennon was shot, that The Catcher in the Rye was a book that uh, 
the murderer was holding. I did know that, yeah. And I think you were going to tell me that years ago, actually. <laughs> his name, Mark uh, David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. <laughs> I didn't even give you a chance. <laughs> yeah, I figured uh, the Gulf of Aden, it's something that you can see on a map very clearly, and it's just like my mind makes it part of the Red Sea. So I'm just looking up, <laughs> how funny is that? So the Gulf, uh, hold on, where's the Gulf of Aden? I just need to pull this up also. Because I would just like, for people who are, uh, maybe I'm wrong, actually. Gulf of Suez. Oh, okay. Gulf of Aqaba is on the, like, north, northwest, kind of, like, toward the Gulf of Suez. Not, uh, Red like, yeah, it's, it's north of the Red Sea, so it was just the kind of wrong side, maybe. But, damn, nice one. Yeah, um, the uh, Edmonton Elk, I don't, maybe it is the Edmonton Elks, I'm not actually sure, but uh, they share their name with the Elk. Uh, they changed their name from Eskimos a few years ago for what I think in 2023 are obvious reasons, uh, and that a number <laughs> of American sports teams have done the same. Yeah, for sure. And just before people start writing in, like, I know that the, a stag is not a species of deer or whatever. Like, <laughs> before just... people start writing in. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, William Lyon Mackenzie King, I think his term ended in 1950 or so. He was our World War II premier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's way too early. It's just, uh, I should have, you know what I should have thought? Nobel Prize. I think Lester yeah. Pearson, and I, I, like, I think that was all 60s stuff, so... Whoops. Uh, yeah, I don't think the Nobel Prize had anything to do with the flag, but uh, that would... No, sorry, I mean, put, for me, would put you which right minister. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Um, yeah, and then the Reichstag, do you know the story behind the Reichstag fire? Uh, no, go ahead and tell it. So the Reichstag fire happened in, I think it was like literally one month after Hitler got elected to run Germany. And then it would turn out that it was basically orchestrated by the German government so that they could blame the communists for the fire. And now when that's what a false flag operation is. And now when something like that happens in global politics, they refer to it as a Reichstag fire. Nice. Yeah. For sure and that. Uh, lastly, uh, QED, do you know what it stands for? Quad Erat Demonstratum or something? Uh, sure. Yeah. Close enough. Quad Erat <laughs> Demonstratum. Uh, demonstratum. Okay. It just means that which is demonstrated or that which is proven. All right. And Thank that's you. it. Well done. All right. So, so that's 10. 10 total out of a possible 14. So that's not bad. That is pretty yeah, good for 2D pretty, standards. Pretty, pretty good. Now I'm looking at mine. I'm hoping that mine is uh, totally accessible and good, but I guess we'll find out. Well, I got to tell you, I've got low expectations after. <laughs> after last week still. After last week's <laughs> defeat. Okie dokie. So I've got the timer. I've got 10 questions on a variety of subjects. Are you ready to start? I am ready to start. That means the gong is going to go. Gong is gone, so let's start in three, two, one. The oldest operating airline in the world was founded in 1919. KLM is the flag carrier airline of what country? The Netherlands. Correct. What Sony brand of portable audio players began in 1979 with the portable cassette player and became a generic trademark for such items? Walkman. Correct. Suomi is the name of a European country in its national language. What is this country's English name? Finland. Correct. Named after a Moravian physicist and philosopher, what number system represents the ratio of flow velocity past a boundary to the local speed of sound? Mach. That is correct. The first ever meeting between leaders of North Korea and the United States took place in 2018 in which Asian country? Singapore. That is correct. What Canadian actor appeared in films Spaceballs, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, and Canadian Bacon? I can literally picture the person's face, and I'm so bad with actors. 
Pass. Good. Uh, the Preakness Stakes is an American thoroughbred horse race on the third Saturday in May of each year in what city? Um, the Preakness. If I had more time, I could think of all three of them. I'm going to say Trenton, New Jersey. It is Baltimore, Maryland. Mm. Mendelssohn is the last name of two Romantic era classical music composers. Both had names, first names that start with the letter F. Name either first name. Friedrich. Fanny or Felix Mendelssohn. <laughs> Motown Philly, One Sweet Day, and I'll Make Love to You are hit 1990s singles from what band? Uh, I have no idea. Boys to Men, and finally, House of the Dragon is a prequel series to what other HBO series? Uh, is that Game of Thrones? It is Game of Thrones, and sadly, we have no more time left in this round, but I will just ask you, do you know the actor that I'm referring to in Spaceballs, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck and Canadian Bacon? Yeah, I do. His name is, um... Oh my god, I'm looking at his face in my mind. Like, no, I, I'm not going to come up with it. John candy john candy of course yeah that's i think right. he's he's like very famous from like late night tv and like everything. that's right yeah. yeah all right let me tally these guys up all right listeners and will the score is in and you got a total of six out of ten on this last oh, one edged me out by one before and after a singular little tiny guy eh? honestly this would be an appropriate time to say i was hoisted by my own petard why is that? <laughs> because uh, I would say before and after is sort of my bailiwick. It'd be oh my petard, and God. I've been hoisted oh by God. it. I mean, yeah, the fours and after, are, uh, they can be pretty tough. It can be hit or miss. It can be, you know, I almost didn't f- stumble into Tony Blair Witch Project, right? <laughs> That's true. If we had a time limit on those questions, that might have been a tie game. I think if it were a bowling game, you kind of served as the bumpers for me to make sure I at least hit the things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to tell me about some of the, these answers? Yeah, so now that you know who the actor is, do you have a favorite John Candy film? Um, Not really, because I actually get John Candy mixed up with John Belushi like a lot. So <laughs> it's tough for me to discern, and I'm not really a movie guy, so that's a tough question I, to ask me. I like, uh, personally, Spaceballs. There's this little story that many people probably know, but uh, when Mel Brooks asked uh, George Lucas whether he could make a parody of Star Wars and call it Spaceballs, his only condition was that... Um, the main character couldn't look like Han Solo, and so he made the main character look like Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I really like Spaceballs, actually. It's uh, one of the, like, a classic movie that I'm very well familiar with. My yeah, favorite sure. character is Pizza the Hut. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, gets me every time. I like John Candy's character, too. I think his name is Gruff, Woof, something like this. Barf, I think. Barf. Oh, my God. How do you, how, you know everything about this movie? <laughs> Except the <laughs> actors, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones, but did you watch House of the Dragon? Uh, so I haven't watched any of Game of Thrones. I read the first three books and I got kind of sick of it. Uh, and then I put it down and that's all I know about Game of Thrones. Well, that's, I guess that's a song of ice and fire, but. Nice. Oh, great. Uh, accurate accurization right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Have you ever seen any of these, uh, like any of those horse races, the, what are they called? The thoroughbred horse races, the Derby, the, the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby, Derby, the Bringing Stakes and the and Third the Belmont. Home? The Belmont. Yeah, yeah. I used to be somewhat of a horse racing fan, so I grew up uh, near near to Fort Erie, Ontario. And um, for a good stretch of my teenage years, uh, my parents and I would go to the track every Sunday. My mom liked to gamble the slots, and me and my dad liked to watch the horses. Well, that's cool. And so, yeah, I, every year I watched the uh, the Derby. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's cool. I mean, I used to. I, it's kind of fallen off with me in recent years. It's, it's tough for uh, me to balance the 
animal rights and veganism with uh, horse racing, but it's a sport. Agreed. 100% agreed. All right. Well done. I congratulate you on your victory, and I congratulate us on a better production this week than last week. <laughs> I mean, I would say probably the unequal amount of fun was had, and that's kind of the whole point of this show is to have the most amount of fun. So Yeah, I think we probably... It was probably fun, more fun for the listeners last week for a different reason, just to watch the <laughs> nuclear bomb unfold. Those guys suck. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week for more trivia. If you have any comments, questions, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, or mini games you'd like us to play, we can be reached at 2ddtpodcast at gmail.com. That's to the number 2 delta delta tango podcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye!